Life Audio. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. You're listening to Cluck, the podcast where Ted Cluck and Josh Loftus talk about the things that make them happy. Because we can. Let's do it. Ted, what's going on, my man? Not much, baby. Uh, this is an yeah. early morning recording sesh for you. It is early um, morning, yeah. Yeah, and I, yeah. I appreciate you doing this. We're about wow. to uh, about to head up north for a couple of weeks, so we're mm-hmm. we're doing some some last minute radio here, which uh, which I like to do. And that's uh, right. Yeah, doing doing well over here. I can't complain. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, dude. Yeah, yeah no, I'm I'm glad we can do it. Uh, uh-huh. It looks like you are you are in your. You are in your your money making space right now. Oh man, the money too. The, so much money. The stories these walls could tell, baby. You know, I'm 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 here in the That's here in the, right. the gilded ivory towers of academia. You know, That's right. You um, are. You are. Some would say college is irrelevant, but uh, I I push back against that notion because that's right. Here I am because, in the ivory because tower because it's your job. Relevant you as ever. To. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. That's right. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. absolutely, dude. What are what are the odds of of the Cluck Cast getting a little getting a little uh, spot? maybe at a college did like teach a podcasting class or something like that. I actually taught a podcasting class here. We used to have this thing called J term. It was a January term yeah. where kids would stick around and they just teach or they, they would take like one fun class. It was yeah. like one intensive class for a month and they go every day. It was actually sure. kind of fun. So I taught, I taught a podcasting course one or two J terms kind of early in my tenure here. Uh, but they they phased it out. They phased out J term. So um, oh, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to work in podcasting in the future. But it was a fun class. It was super cool. I bet it was a fun class. And it resulted yeah. in some students starting podcasts that I ran on like our newspaper website here on campus. It was a fun time. Nice. It, yeah. Now, okay. Does does your college have like a college radio station? Because I know some no, dude. Do I that. wish I wish like crazy that we did. Because I love radio. Uh, obviously, I love radio, but I love yeah. college radio and just the whole idea of that is super fun to me. Yeah. Yeah. I have often wondered, Ted, if because I listen to a lot of talk radio out here mm-hmm. just as I'm driving to work and stuff mm-hmm. like that, right? And podcasting, it's not the same, but yeah. it's kind of like it, right? And I think our podcast I think I think Cluckcast is a lot like talk radio. Yeah. And that you're getting different topics every day. Right? That's true. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it's back and forth, right? And I'm off I often wonder what would be more fun? Like I like 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 as I'm driving, you yeah. know? Yeah. Because because talk radio's a lot different. Yeah. But I think talk radio, it just sounds so much fun. That literally your job is to show up yeah. and talk about whatever's going on that day. Yeah. You know, stuff in the news, random hot topics. I mean, it's a lot like what we do here. Yeah. Um, but I've often wondered, like, huh, if I could get into talk radio, dude, so we. Would I want to? Yeah, I don't know. I, the answer is I don't know, but I'll, I'll tell you a, a quick story. So. 
when I was in college, like my last year of college, I was living in Indianapolis, just married to KK. Yeah. I actually got a job at a radio station that did, it was like adult contemporary, so kind of like soft top 40 rock or whatever in the afternoon sure, and sure, evening. Sure. But like in the mornings, they had talk shows. And it, it seemed super fun and glamorous to me at the time. I think because I was 20, I was living in a city for the first time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was a super fun job. Um, but then it occurred to me, like, these people have to do this every day. You know, yeah, so like right. you and I do this once a week. It's kind of fun. It's kind of refreshing to like, you know, see each other and catch up or whatever. But like to have to do it for four hours every yep. morning, whether yep. you feel like it or not, that that could be tough, I think. Yeah. And 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 like you have to be on too. Yeah. Right. That's like right. You can't show up and and give give your listeners like a bad experience. Right? Yeah. There has to be yeah. consistency. You know, yeah, like, I know. you have to bring the same energy. I guess you um, do, but like, I don't know. So this, this is an interesting two minutes of conversation. So for me as a writer, like my, I think I always tried to hang my sort of persona hat as a writer on, it's a buzzword, but authenticity, right? Or like sure. just being whoever I was that day, I wanted that to be on the page and have it be real. So if I also hung my radio hat on that, it would follow that, like, let's say two days out of five in any given week, I'm having a bad morning, right? So, like, right. and that, that runs about, that's about right for me. So I guess while doing radio on those days, I would be having a bad morning, too. And the, and the listener would either accept that or reject it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But it would be authentic. And I think I would try to hang my hat on that rather than yeah. like trying to bring some kind of curated energy that wasn't actually there. Does that make sense? It does. It does. I, uh, yeah, I think you'd end up. I don't think. I don't think you'd get the the primo spot with that. Yeah. Well, you, you, you know what I'm saying? That's like, consistent. Like, like, I've think... never I've never gotten the primo <laughs> spot at any point in my life. So you're just saying a thing that's been coming true in some form that's or fashion right. for 25 right. years. Yeah, yeah. What I meant by that is, you know, like the primo, like two, two to five, two to six. Yeah, you're not getting you drive know? time. Yeah, yeah. You're not getting drive time, right? Because I would I get like pe- a... people need those 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 guys who sound like they just snorted a line. Yeah, right? I would get like 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., you, you know? Get, yeah. Middle of the day. <laughs> uh, on NPR, right? Oh, it's, now it's time for authenticity with Ted Kluck. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I, I used to think that would be really cool. In fact, this is a funny thing. I don't know. Maybe funny only to me. But when I was working that job, uh, I had this friend, Russell, uh, my best friend growing up. Shout out, Russell. Okay. Um, Russell and I actually like went into the studio and cut a demo. Because we thought we wanted to be talk radio guys. Because we thought that we were really funny together. We and we were really funny together. I don't know if we would be funny together as consistently as we would need to be. But when Russell and I were like junior high and high school at church camp, this is such a nerdy story. This is so like evangelical, (laughs) circa the nineties. But like, I mean, we're already in a church camp, so yeah, yeah, exactly. So (laughs) Russell and I. We went to this church camp in Michigan. It's not the one I speak at now. But we figured out a way to have a morning radio show at the camp. 
like we were basically like we'll do the morning announcements for you over the intercom that goes to all the cabins if we can also have like 30 minutes to just vamp and do like our own thing so like russell and i had a morning radio show at the camp and that's as big as we ever got and on the menu on the menu today on the uh, menu today we've got dino nuggies chicken nuggets yeah Kool-Aid, Jello, Kool-Aid, yeah, Jell-O. yeah, exactly. Milk, and popsicles, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Make sure to get to the front of the line, otherwise the two percent will run out. Yeah, dude, it's been all downhill from there. But uh, that was that was Apex Mountain. <laughs> that for was me as that a, was Apex right as a there. as a radio Church man. Radio yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyway. Well, Ted, maybe one of these days we can start getting maybe not maybe it's not so much radio like yeah. shock jock, but yeah. maybe maybe like event MCs, hey. right? How are those? Hey. We we got a couple of uh, a couple of hooks in the water on that. A couple of bites. We, we do, yeah. we do. We got some people interested. Let's so you're say negotiating. That. Yeah. You're you're negotiating on our behalf. Oh, so much. So I much trust you to do that. Happening. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man. Like like my people are calling their people, and their people are calling my people back. And I love there's it. Just missed calls. There's fax machines going crazy. Dude, have them fax uh, us an offer, like in Jerry Maguire. That's right. And we'll right. Uh, we'll yeah. we'll watch it come through, and we'll either yeah. like be delighted or disgusted. My pager's going absolutely nuts. Yeah, absolutely. I well, love Ted, it. before we hop into break, man, I got a quick uh, piece of trivia here for you. Lay it on me. The U.S. Navy's submarine periscope controls used to cost $38,000. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Just the controls, yeah. right? Which, yeah, par for the course for yeah. the Navy. Until 2017, Mm-hmm. When they realized that a thirty dollar Xbox controller could do the job just as well, <laughs> <laughs> dude, I love it. I, I, who found this out? This is what I want to know. He's like some yeah. some nerdy dude, like like you know, private up there, just like hey, I hey, my kid this, has something. This that has my, Bluetooth. Yeah, yeah, I have Bluetooth. <laughs> exactly. Let's try the periscope controller with my Xbox 360. Dude, seriously, can we can we do a minute on that? Because yeah, sure. I, I have I have teenage boys. Yeah, yeah, sure. So they're in like the prime kind of video game playing window of their life. Sure. These controllers are indestructible. Oh, right? They are. Yeah, yeah. They yeah, work absolutely. forever. These these kids, they mash the buttons on them. They like yep. toss them across the desk. They get disgusted. They're screaming into a headset. Yeah. And these things just keep working. It's incredible. Yeah. It's true. It's so true. the government is a little bit like academia in that, like, you do things you inefficiently. At it and, you know. Yeah, you just right. You're doing things inefficiently and in the wrong way for just years after years. And you keep uh, getting bills, and you're like, "Well, what was this charged for?" What and then you discover, like, for? "Oh, my kid's fifteen dollar Xbox controller could yeah, literally do right. the job that we've you're been telling, like. You're telling me that that my four year degree and all the money that I put into it, yeah. I could have just, you know, done 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 an apprenticeship for a year and gotten more? I don't what, know, wait man. wait I'm, a second. I'm, I'm gonna kneecap myself here if I keep talking. But oh, uh, I no, I love college. Oh, college is great. It's a great college is fantastic. Oh, everyone yeah. should go to college. It's an amazing and experience. Ted's college specifically though. Dude, my college my program. Because real talk though. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this back around and redeem it. Real talk. In my program you will learn how to do stuff. And you will learn how to do stuff that you can trade for money in the marketplace. And I think absolutely that would be why you would do an apprenticeship. Um, it why it, it would be why you do any kind of vocational experience. And um, you know you will learn that at my program. 
Absolutely, you will. Yeah, absolutely. Enroll your children in Ted's program. Union University Journalism. Look at that. Uh, hey, UU. Got to get some of that sponsor money. Absolutely, We might not be able to run a run a class, but you know, I mean, I know that university's got some moolah. Oh, <laughs> so dude, so much moolah. That. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> yeah. that small Christian college business is just booming. I hey. mean, just printing money. You hey. know. You know what? That's what we do. Absolutely. <laughs> That's what we do. Ted, we're going to take a quick break and pay the bills. Um, yeah. And then we're going to we're going to get get to our get We're paying our, our own bills now though, aren't we, baby? <laughs> hey, you know what? We've always paid our we're, own bills. To, to we quote, are beholden to nobody. <laughs> to quote the great Zach De La Rocha, and by the great, I mean someone who I don't agree with at all on anything. <laughs> right. we're, we're taking the power back. Taking the power. Yeah. We're fighting the power. That's what it. we're doing. That's I love right. it. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Stick with us. Mom, Dad, I humbly suggest you save some money and shop Amazon for back to school. It's for my growth, meaning my body's growing at an alarming rate. And clothes you buy me this year will be very small very soon. Plus, the clothes I love today will be out of style tomorrow. But at least your wallet doesn't have to be my fashion victim if you shop low prices for school at Amazon. Hopefully this is helpful. Amazon. Spend less, smile more. Paul Targa here, head of purchasing at Concord Building and Design Center. After 75 years, we've consolidated our divisions under one name to service you better. You'll find everything you need at Concord Building and Design Centers. We're your one-stop shop for all of your lumber, building materials, millwork, kitchens, and more. Count on Concord Building and Design Centers to get the job done right. And hey, like I always say, when experience matters, pros shop with the pros. Dude, isn't it a bummer that Rage Against the Machine sucks so much now? Oh, dude. Like, that they're just insufferable. It's Rage for for the Machine. Rage for the Machine. Yeah. They're terrible. and They are completely horrible. Like, one and a half times a year, I get such an urge to listen to that music. And I'll take, like, a day and a half long kind of tumble into it. Well, it sucks because, like, they they were good. Oh, yeah. And then I just feel like they all, like, I feel like what happened is they all got rich. Mm-hmm. And they're all just like, oh, you know what? Like, yeah. we can't, we can't actually, we can't actually raise against the rage against the machine because right. the machine pays us. I know, I know. <laughs> Isn't that always the way of it, though? I mean, it's like it us when we first started doing this in radio. We were just kind of like gritty, uh, by, by the bootstraps kind of guys. And now that we're now that we're in this cushy stable of like Salem Media, um, you know, personalities, and we're getting all that money each month yeah, per our contract right. terms yes. um you yeah. know it's just it's changed us it really don't has you think? yeah i really feel don't you less, feel different i feel less gritty <laughs> don't you feel like a guy who's getting paid every month per the terms of his contract do you feel like that kind of guy yet <laughs> we're leaving all this you know, in by the way all of it you got it yeah I don't give a bleep, dude. All of it stays in. I love how you bleeped yourself. I'm, I'm bleeping myself. I do work for a small Christian college. 
Let it be That's known. That's right. You, you, you're really good at self-bleeping. That I just gave a free <laughs> shout-out to. Oh, my gosh, dude. Oh, It's true, though. It's yeah. true. Absolutely. All right, Ted. Well, we're gonna we are leaving all that in. I'm I'm, I'm yeah. not. I don't want to. I don't want to edit any more than I have to. Right. Um. We're gonna talk about uh something today, Ted, and it's. <laughs> <laughs> we are, aren't we? We are. Gonna to put talk. a fine point on it, that <laughs> is what we do. To put a fine do. point yeah. on it, this is this is what we do for this podcast, right. Ted. We talk all right, about hey, a thing. Hey, cut yeah. me some slack. It's six thirty in the morning, and Dude, Ted's looking. You're a trooper for doing this. What were you, what were you about trooper. to say? You're about to pay me a compliment. I think I want to. I want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Ted. Ted's Ted's a busy man. Mm. He's an important man. Mm. He's got stuff going. Yeah. And this is what we do. We do yeah. for the. We do it for our listeners. We do it for each other mm-hmm. because you know sometimes we got to make sacrifices. We do it and for it the just, network that pays us monthly per the terms of our contract. <laughs> 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 Ted w- woke up today and he chose violence. That's right. <laughs> Ted woke up and is like, you know what? I'm going today's to war. Day I burn- today's the day I burn it all down. Yeah, I'm going to war all with the whole system. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Woke up in a cold sweat and KK knew. Oh, the storm is I'm Zach De La Rocha. I woke up and those those like opening strains of uh of of Take the Power Back were like playing through through my head and KK. That's right. That's and, right. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I mean, Ted I'm is like no longer raging for the machine. I'm like Zach De La Rocha minus the communist agenda, that, but uh, oh, yeah, you know, that's true. That's you true. take all there that is, away, you know, we're basically you know, there the same is guy. that. Yeah, there is yeah, that. Yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. yeah. But he's a rich communist, right? No, so it's the best kind. You know? <laughs> it's the only kind. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, yeah, baby, bring really us back around kind. before all we right, lose. All right, all I'm going to bring us back around because because this is this is great. So Ted. Over the weekend, mm-hmm. uh, I saw, I saw the new Thor movie. Okay. Okay. Nice. So, I know you're not the biggest comic book movie guy, and 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 I'm, I'm not either in mm-hmm. regards to, but but I've seen them all. If yeah. that makes sense. Sure. So, sure. But something struck me. So mm-hmm. if 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 you were gonna see any, if you were gonna see any Marvel movie whatsoever, yeah. it would probably have to be this one because okay. it the soundtrack is Guns N' Roses. Oh, love it. So so the director just literally thought to himself, how can I cram every appetite for destruction song in oh. this in this uh, in this movie? As Dude, no, I have a, I have a question. I don't want to get you uh, off your your. No, uh, no, 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 no. That's fine. That's fine. This is the topic. So yeah. yes, let's make this as long as possible. Yeah. So no, my question is, what's the what's the weirdest or most B side track from Appetite that he worked into the movie? I'm oh, I'm intrigued by this. Gosh, Mr. Brownstone. Night Train might have been in it. I bet Night Train was in it. It might have been, and it might have been playing in the background. Like obviously, you had your yeah. title tracks. You had, um, you, you had Welcome to the Jungle. That 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 he he almost opened the movie with that. Ugh, I do love that um, song, dude. Isn't that a great like, dude? Yeah. The guitar riff, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as that like solid. rings through the air, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, oh, I love it. When I was in when I was like in high school, when I was growing up in the nineties. Yeah, like that got played in a lot of NFL stadiums. Like when I would go to Colts games oh, and yeah. stuff with my dad, like they they would they would play that opening riff, and it was just like shoot it right into my veins. Yeah. I just grew like a foot, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Absolutely love it. 
you're bigger, you're stronger, you're, you're faster. faster. It's like auditory right? steroids. That's it all. is. It yeah. is. It's like I can't I can't take the creatine, but I can yeah. listen to it. Speaking of steroids, right. um, I'm oh, not please. I'm not a Marvel movie guy, but you know what? Yeah, yeah. What kind of a guy I am? I'm a Hemsworth guy. I like, like Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Oh okay, yeah. So Chris Hemsworth is his. Let's just say okay. Now yeah. I want to preface. I want to preface this statement. Okay. Ted and I are massively straight men. <laughs> yes. We, we love our. We love our wives. We do. We, we do. are attracted to our wives, which are women. Yeah. Uh, Ted and I are secure in our masculinity. Uh huh. Chris Hemsworth had it going on in this film, dude. I bet he did. Dude, yeah. He, he he got in like Hollywood superhero shape, which yeah, means that yeah. he starved himself and yeah. was massively dehydrated through the entire movie shoot. Sure. Right? Yeah. Uh, but the hair was like long yeah. and flowing. And yeah. this dude's arms, I feel, I, I don't know how, I don't know how he keeps getting like, how do, I don't know how his arms keep getting bigger in each movie. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't, far be it for me to say if those guys are doing like, steroid cycles when they trained for these movies but yeah. uh but but they trained really hard shout out chris hemsworth so i Good have seen i've seen a movie called thor ragnarok oh uh, yeah, yeah. yeah i saw yeah. that because my nephew charlie shout out my nephew charlie took me mm-hmm. to see it he took me to see it in nashville a few years ago when it came out right. um charlie was like a senior in high school or maybe a freshman in college at the time and he wanted to take his his uncle teddy out to the movies and uh uncle we went and saw teddy. it and I was like, I was skeptical because I was I'm not a Marvel movie guy, but sure, I sure. really enjoyed the experience. I enjoyed Thor Ragnarok, so maybe I'll maybe I'll see nice. this one that you're referring to. Yeah, yeah, I would say I would say so. Thor Ragnarok, out of all the Thor movies that uh-huh. Hemsworth is, I think Ragnarok's probably my favorite. Okay, um, yeah. just because it's I think there's some legitimately funny parts in there. I yeah. like the music. It I was like enjoyable. I like I like Thor Hemsworth as a comedic actor. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I call him Thor, Thor Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Yeah, hey, that works. Uh, and, yeah, dude, he's not. One, he's not an amazing dramatic actor. So not really. I had no. this experience with Hemsworth where, in the in the kind of the same like three year window, I saw Thor Ragnarok, but I also saw the new Red Dawn, which I love. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's in it, and he's good in it. Yep. Like yeah. he's he's really good in it doing the thing that he should be doing in every movie, probably, which is like. Right brooding yeah brooding but kind of kind of being the being the guy who knows what he's doing you know but he can also be funny like to your point he's funny in ragnarok he's funny in um the the kind of newish uh ghostbusters the one with all the ladies in it which was kind of a disaster but he was funny in it um but yeah i so i went on this hemsworth kick after seeing him in red dawn where i was trying him out in all these different movies and I bought this movie where he played a race car driver. He played like a... Oh, um, yeah, yeah. And it was so bad, dude. And I wanted to oh, like it really? so much. I tried it like twice. And I tried to sell it to my wife a couple times. Like, hey, let's let's try that Hemsworth car racing movie again. Like it's, right. And I'm, I'm trying to sell it to her. I'm like, oh, it's, it's got Europe in it. It's, it's time period. And like none of that worked. It was terrible. Okay. Yeah. So he's in this new movie. I don't know if it's out yet, but it's called Spiderhead. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And it looks like it's some sort of thriller, but it's got 
it's got your boy Miles Teller in it. Ah, dude, I love Miles Teller. So it's Miles, Miles Teller, Teller and Chris Hemsworth. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if it's out yet. And I don't, okay, granted, I don't know anything about the movie. It could yeah. be complete horrible. I just saw these two actors there you go. that I didn't think would be in a movie together in a movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but anyway, so I think I think if, if you have, you yeah, I doubt you will, but... Mm-hmm. You should try it because yeah. this movie is a lot like Ragnarok in that it's fun, mm-hmm. it, it, it's peppy, it's yeah. it, it's a comedy, yeah. but it's filled with Guns and Roses. No, I love it. So yeah, you have the, you, there's there's the possibility that you you might actually like this one. You know who would love that movie is my son Maxim, who okay, take, I should take, take to Maxim. see. It. I should you do that. Take Maxim, tell and and then and then give me give me your your honest your honest opinion of it because yeah. I'd be I'd be curious. But anyway, I. That was actually more a precursor. Okay. Um, but my my question was, mm-hmm. and I started thinking this kind of after I watched the movie. Yeah. Um, my my movie experience, I should say our movie experience mm-hmm. now in 2022 mm-hmm. versus like 2012. Yeah. It's completely different. How so? In that the the options that we have for movies, I feel like mm-hmm. have drastically changed. Yeah. And they're making, they're making like you know Marvel and Star Wars and all of the franchise movies yeah. are king, are king right now. Oh yeah, for right? sure. Yeah, and you don't have as many one off spin off movies as yeah. you used to, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you don't and, have hardly any. Right, and my question is, how long do we think that's going to last? And I, I don't know if I like that because I feel yeah. like feel like before the franchise took over and Marvel yeah. basically and you know Disney ruled the world. Yeah, we had a lot more opportunity for I think creativity and good good movies. Yeah. Like okay, yeah. like 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 uh, uh, the movie uh, uh, shoot uh, Shutter Island. Yeah, you seen Shutter Island? I, a long I, time ago. Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, yeah, one really off. artistic, mm-hmm. weird kind of some horror vibes. Yeah, there's not going to be a Shutter like Island sh- too though. You know, right, right, exactly, exactly, yeah. and and I feel like these days, if you can't make a franchise out of it, people yeah. almost aren't interested. Yeah, no, I know that's a that's a distressing thing, and I do think people will get tired of it. However, like there have been some good franchises too, you know, and even over the past few years, I'm thinking of like John Wick, right? Oh, um, sure, yeah, I love those movies, dude. Those movies are oh, fun. Yeah. They're theater movies. They work on streaming. They're, have you seen all three of them? I have, dude. Which yeah. one? Which one's your favorite? I don't know because, truth be told, they all kind of run together for me. I just know this about them: the right. set design is bananas. Yeah, there's just enough like story and character work to keep me into it. Like I was skeptical. Okay, so my experience sure. with John Wick was, I like Keanu Reeves. I do. Um, I liked him in Speed. You know, I liked him in, you know, the comedy thing he did in the 80s, Bill and Ted, whatever. But uh, I'm not a Matrix guy. I could I could completely live without the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I like Keanu. And I was kind of skeptical, though, of John Wick. They look stupid. And my son, Tristan, when he was in high school, he was like, nah, dude, you got you to gotta try these movies with me. And uh, he introduced me to the first John Wick and I was also skeptical because I didn't want to see the dog die. 
um, oh, because the dude, setup, like the, me, man. it kills me too. And I've avoided all dog dying media for like my entire adult life because I can now. Right. Right. I don't have some right. idiot teacher, like making me read where the red fern grows. Yeah. Once Watching a year. old yeller. Yeah, exactly. So like I've, I've been avoiding studiously all dog dying media, but like I did the John Wick thing. I loved it. I loved Keanu Reeves in it. I loved every bar, every hotel room. The set design was bananas. It was just, they're fun movies, and so that was a good franchise. Like the Rocky franchise, Creed, the Creed yep. movies have been good. So some of it has been good, but yes, I agree that we've lost the like one-off, you know, kind of movie. And those movies are going to streaming now. Like I'm watching a movie currently. Uh, KK and I watch movies and in installments because we're old. Um, <laughs> but it's a new Sandler movie on Netflix. It's called Hustle. And it's a basketball oh, movie. It's yes. a one-off. And I was yeah, I was going to ask you about this. Dude, it's awesome. It's really, really fun. There's not going to be another one. There, But those movies are going right to the platforms. And, you know, there's good and bad to that, too. Like, the good is maybe at the end of the day more of them get distributed that way silverdome will be that way if it ever comes out before i die um but um uh, but yeah i'm i'm enjoying hustle a lot now is now okay are you are you the type of guy that enjoys going to the theater to see a movie or would you rather just just send it to my home so that i can see it in the comfort of my own space yeah, so like people who listen to my shows, they know that I'm a little antisocial, but I actually enjoy going to the theater. And sure. like Top Gun Maverick delivered this great retro feeling of like being in a crowded theater with people, like an old school theater. We saw it in an old school theater, like yeah. not one of the ones with recliners and food and all that, like just an old school, like dirt on the floor kind of theater people were going nuts dude they clapped at the end it was really wholesome it was really nice and i do like that experience and i like it because at my house i can't fully relax because my house is where i do work my house is where the laundry is my house is where the dishwasher is you know what i'm saying there's always like stuff to do and think about at the house whereas the movie theater I go there, some kid takes my ticket, I get a popcorn. My job is just to be there. Sure. And sure. I do like that feeling. I do. Yeah. 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 That that's an interesting so like okay. What what to you is the perfect movie going experience in terms of like okay, you you and KK are going to go yeah. see a movie. It's a movie you're excited about, you know. It's the new Downton Abbey movie. That's yeah. out, which I have which I haven't seen yet. I haven't seen it yet either. Um so you guys are going to go do that. Yeah. What if, if you could if you could make it a perfect experience for you? What yeah. what is because everyone's theater going rituals are different. Yeah. Okay. What's so your, what's yours? Dude, we get there early. I'm a big get there yes. early guy. That um, is 100 percent correct. You have to. Yeah. It's you have very, to go through at least one bag of popcorn before the trailers even start. Exactly. Very dad of me. We get there early. Because even even though I'm in a theater and I'm I'm with the public, like I want to be, I want the perfect seat, which yes. is in the way in the back, away from people. Now, um, oh, so so you your theaters don't don't reserve your seats. I mean, sometimes they do. You know, oh, okay. Um, but this this like old timey one that we go to, it doesn't. Um, okay. So like for you just walk up, serve. yeah, you walk up to the window, you pick your seat, you know, you go for it. So 
Nice. Yeah, I like to get in there. I like to get some backs, some back row seats. Um, I'm a big. I'm a, si- back, I'm a back row guy too. Yeah, I want I the like least, having that wall to my back. Yeah, I like the wall to my back. I don't want the general public behind me. No, um, I hate that. Yeah, I want to be as far from the general public while being at the theater as I can. Um, <laughs> I want to be as far from the general public while being with the general public. As exactly, <laughs> exactly. I want them in the room, but I don't want to notice them. So I think That's I right. think the ideal like crowdedness quotient would be the theater's full enough to feel like you're at an event, but no more full than that. Like okay. if if it's just me, KK, and like two other 85 year old people watching Downton Abbey it feels a little sad you know what I mean like sure but if it's me KK and like a dozen people I'm like all right this is enough this is enough people so all right so we've established that snack wise yeah popcorn okay diet coke all right and junior mints Oh, um, Junior Mints. Okay. Junior Mints right. is a candy I that, that I coming. I only ever consume it at a movie theater. Like I'm I'm never on a road trip eating Junior Mints. I'm yeah. I'm never eating them in my home. They only get consumed at the theater after yeah. popcorn. So you get yeah. your you get your savory course and That's then right. you get your sweet course and you and want something a little sweet. something kind of refreshing on the palate at the end. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, a palate cleanser. A palate some cleanser. Ju- some Junior Mints. <laughs> yeah. Taking care of the body, dude. This is a temple. Hey. You know, this is a temple. Popcorn right? and junior mints. That's, they had, that's what they would have had. Junior mints. Yeah, that's yeah, what that champions time. are made of. You know. <laughs> hey, at least this champion. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So now, something my theater just did, which I'm really frustrated about, is yeah. they just switched from Coke to Pepsi. Oh, that's tough. I'm so sorry, right? dude. That's right? a hard. So thing. I can't Seriously. get my Coke anymore. Yeah, Pepsi's it, cheeks, dude. Pepsi's no good. I don't like Pepsi. Shout out Pepsi though, if you want to but, sponsor our show, we're we're in. But oh uh, yeah, no, hundred percent. But but the problem is, so the problem is, all of the ads that they run at the beginning of yeah. the of the of the movies, yeah, are still Coke. Oh, what a <laughs> so tease! Like, yeah, they haven't crossed over yet. Yeah. Um. So I'm looking at this dude, like you know, this really nice, like hipstery looking dude taking his girl yeah. out to a movie and. Pouring, you know, a glass bottle Coke, which yeah. you know nobody oh. sells anymore, and I'm like, man, that looks really good. But I have Pepsi. So, hey, what do you do? Like, what's your go-to when you pull up to a place and you realize they do have Pepsi? Like, what do you get instead? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. It's usually. Do you go Mountain uh, Dew? I do. I do too. I do. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I go Mountain Dew. Yeah. I actually don't mind Mountain Dew. I don't either. I like, I it's like the it. elegant solution. It's the workaround. You know. It is. It yeah. is. It is. It's the only thing from Pepsi I can re- like. I'll. 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 I mean, I'm not going to get squirt right. Yeah. Or, or whatever the whatever the alternative is. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah. No. And and that's interesting. Like I feel like okay. Do you? <laughs> because I used to do this, and I haven't. I haven't for a while. Yeah. Do you smuggle stuff into the theater? And if you um, have, what's the craziest thing you've ever smuggled in? Oh, that's a great question, dude. Because <laughs> I've got something. A steak? <laughs> Did dude, you actually? Dude, no, I've never smuggled a steak. Although oh. that that would be awesome. Uh, I wish I had. That would that would be. See, I'm such a story guy. Like that would be the best story. Um, uh, but no, dude. I mean, we've we've gone through our eras of smuggling, like when we were young yeah. and you know more budget conscious and. Oh, see, to me, it's not even about that. To me, yeah. it's about the thrill. The thrill of getting away it's with something. It's about the yeah, thrill yeah. of it. Like, because because I smuggled in, I my wife. This was when kind of when we were first married. Mm-hmm. 
I smuggled in two boxes of KFC. <laughs> there you go. So you're doing those you're doing those mashed potatoes, a little gravy, yes. you know. Like halfway through the movie, yeah. you hear you hear the little, you know, the little cardboard box goes foom. Yeah. And then like the the smell of chicken yeah. filled the theater. The smell of lukewarm chicken. <laughs> yes. I love it, dude. That's a great move. That's such gross hey, chicken. Hey, it too. works. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's gross but oh, good. Uh, I don't oh, know. You're not a KFC guy. Well, here's the thing. Well, see, here's you guys. You're, you're more down south, so you have more. Yeah, options dude, than we've we got mad chicken options down here. I bet. I you mean, do. we've got no end of of chicken options. So up north, though, it's KFC or nothing. Like, yeah, it really is. We've got KFC, we've got Champs, uh, yeah. and then we've got like uh, uh, local spots that yeah. I think do really well, but they're super expensive. Yeah, right? for sure. No, KFC, like, if I could eat the chicken in a, like, hermetically sealed, perfect environment, I would enjoy it. But, like, the the experience of going to a KFC and seeing how dirty and gross it is and, like, <laughs> thinking through what's going to probably happen to your body as a result of eating the KFC, like, it's it's often a deal breaker for me. But not it's always. Often, that, yeah. That's enough. That's not enough always. for you. Huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I'm wondering what this, like, what this perfect environment is where Ted will actually enjoy KFC. Yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> He's like, Ted's like, I'm already on the toilet. It's a perfectly clean, perfectly clean bathroom. <laughs> Dude, what's the what's the greatest bathroom experience you've ever had? What? Yeah. I mean, while we're on that. Uh, um, huh. While you're thinking been, you know, about you know, it. You know, Ted, I've never been asked this question. Yeah, why don't I I'm assuming you're asking this because you have one in mind? Well, it's a potential future sponsor. Um Dude, the was, vin- was a bidet involved? No, um, oh. but the Venetian has the oh, nicest, most opulent bathrooms I've ever experienced in my life. So nice, really? dude! Like TVs and phones everywhere. Like the what? The toilet room is like completely separate, right? Yeah. But then yeah. you have this big, magnificent, like marble and glass, like sink, shower, tub area. Oh man, gorgeous, dude. Just beautiful. Best best bathroom experience I've ever had. See, yeah, I don't know. See, I don't know if I've had any bathroom experiences that are on mm-hmm. par with that. I feel like I've been in some some people's houses that are yeah. like like well to do, right? Yeah. And you can tell like yeah. They they sat down and thought about this bathroom. Yeah, the bathroom's a little flex, dude. You know, yeah, the yeah. bathroom is a flex. You yeah. go in there and little like things are automated. Flex. Oh yeah. Floors are heated. Yeah. They've got like the tile going around like the massive walk-in shower that yeah, it, yeah. And, and 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 they're not going to have any normal shower head, right? Yeah. It's the oh, kind no. that like reaches over and like right. pretends like you're in the rainforest. Yeah, yeah. Right? <clears throat> Which, dude, you got some rich friends, man. You got some rich guy friends. Uh, so here's the thing. I know yeah. I'm never going to be rich, so yeah. I've gone on a mission to try to surround myself with as many rich people as possible. See, dude, that's the evangelical way, man. That's it the really evangelical is. way. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then I can plan a church, and hopefully, all these people come to it. Yeah, yeah. You see, and then you'll see? be using their lake houses, and yeah, no, oh, yeah. I mean you've the thought boats, it through. Yeah, you've definitely their thought showers. It yeah, there's showers. showers. Yeah, <laughs> you'll be like, hey, deacon. Can I just come over and hey. shower? Nothing hey. weird about that at all. No, nothing yeah. weird. I just, I really, really like your shower. I feel the Lord calling me to shower at your house. That's right. That's right. So yeah, Josh has been in there a long time. I'm just yeah. sermon prepping. Yeah, that, exactly. That's all I'm doing. You're doing your I'm little sermon, sermon prep. prep in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want a bathroom where I walk in and I'm not sure. Is this a bathroom or is this an office? 
Now, are I you don't know. Are you tweeting something from the shower? Like, oh, commentaries again. Harumph. <laughs> what a horrible day. I have to read commentaries. <laughs> I'm going to have to go on a long vacation just to forget that I ever opened a commentary. Just to forget about all these commentaries that I had to bring with me. Here's a picture of them. <laughs> Here's a, yeah, 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 yeah. In the shower with right, me. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, my... my <laughs> Dude, who hasn't taken a bunch of shower commentary pics? My Calvin you know? commentaries are yeah. getting soaked in here. <laughs> but it looks good a bunch uh, against this tile, doesn't it? Like, you get yeah, the right yeah. light and everything. Absolutely. Get some steam in there. <laughs> steam. Dude, you know what I wish I had so, in my house? I wish I had a Schwitz, a steam room. Oh, I would love a steam room, dude. Can we... How do we make this happen? I don't know. And that little the, eucalyptus would you, would deal? Would you use it? Um, I would say that I would use it all the time. And then I'd use it like four times a year, but those yeah. four times would be magnificent, right? Yeah. Now, are you now, now, in your Schwitz experience, right? Because Dude, I've, I've actually had a lot of Schwitz experiences. You strike me as a kind of guy that has. Maybe this All should right. be a whole ep. Should we close this ep and then because we got to do another one? Should we? Should we do the Schwitz ep? Do a whole ep on Schwitzes <laughs> next week? Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's probably. Let's close good this idea. one down. Let's do cluck or suck, and then we'll get on and do a Schwitz app. Okay, sounds good. All right, we're gonna do a quick cluck or suck, um, Ted. Cluck or suck. You know what? We're gonna prime it. We're gonna yeah. prime next week. Yeah. All right. Schwitz, Schwitzes. Cluck yeah. or suck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cluck, dude. I'm so oh, in. Oh, they cluck. Yeah. Oh, you're oh, in on yeah. Schwitzes. Yes, I'm so okay. in, dude. Well, yeah. we're gonna have to talk about that next week. These people yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> you're in for it, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. It's gonna be magnificent. Well. You can follow us on all of the socials, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at CluckCast. Uh, keep an eye out for Live at the Venetian 2023. We are working to make it happen. Maybe there'll be a Schwitz in there. Maybe we can go live from the Schwitz. We might record from the magnificent bathroom in the Venetian. That's right. That's right. You've yeah. heard live from the Ritz? No, no, no. Right. This is live from the Schwitz. Switch. Careful how you say it. Yeah. Uh, we thank you guys for listening. Make sure to check out the Cluck soundtrack. If you need an MC for any event, Ted and I are here. Cluckcast is here for you. Uh, send us a message on the socials. We would love to host your event, wedding, funeral, whatever it is. We'll be there. Thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you on the next episode of Cluck. Hey guys, it's Josh. I just want to take a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on the Cluck Podcast. If you head on over to lifeaudio.com, you'll find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Head on over to lifeaudio.com to check out more podcasts. Thanks for listening.